Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. Welcome to Rain City Supercars. I'm Nick. <laughs> and I'm Dan. We're coming at you live <laughs> from my big deck. Uh, it's been a while since I've been on your deck. It's yeah. been weeks. Yeah. At least a couple of weeks. I mean, um, excuse me if I have a lisp. Uh, <laughs> I got punched in downtown Bellevue yesterday. Not your fault, though. Well, I shouldn't have been there. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have. They were as if, if if you know the world is different. Yeah, and I thought I would venture a few blocks from my house. Not even a, a block from my house, and to see what was going on. And some of the people, we'll call them looters, because that's what they were. Yeah, they're not protesting. They didn't looters. like. They didn't like what I did. So I got punched. But yeah, so that's interesting. I, and I was saying earlier, I, it's been a while since I've actually been like had my bell rung. So that's um not something I want to do again. No, it's a bad <laughs> so, time. Yeah. Well, on that fun note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should have ended with that. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> We're brought to you by Avance, Haggerty, Carter, Subaru, and Rainier Beer. And uh, we should be hopefully returning to Drivers Club soon. So Are we? Cool. Well, I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, do you know something I don't know? Cool. <laughs> uh, I was talking to Amanda, actually, last night. We were We were chatting after my incident and making sure she was okay hiding out where she lives. But, uh, you know, so... Weird times, man. It is. It is weird times. So, how's life for you? Uh, good. I mean, mostly. Things are good. It's funny. I, I, I truly feel it's so interesting. So, Dan and I, we've always been best friends. We're good friends. I, I don't see you. Like, it's not, and it's nothing. It's like, we, yeah. we, we, life has been so busy. It's just been. Which is weird with considering how not busy Mo- a lot of people's yeah. lives still are but my, yeah i'm so grateful for it but yeah yeah but it's just it's good to see you it really like yeah it's great to see you <laughs> too man so it's, fi- it's finally not raining here it's a beautiful day yeah like, on the lake it's nice uh, yeah i mean it's uh I've, I've been following all of your stories uh of the eagles fighting over uh fish on your deck and uh on well, your dock sorry this, yeah uh yeah, the seagull grabbed the fish and then the eagles were flying around and were either going to take the seagull or the fish, so the seagull abandoned ship and left the fish. That's probably smart. <laughs> yeah. So that was fun. You have a very healthy eagle population out here. Yeah, we have at least so. four right behind us. So, nice. Have you gotten to know your neighbors? I have Good. a little bit. They both have boats, so I need to get to know them better. Are they car people? A little bit. Okay. He's got a new Tesla. Okay. And there's, yeah, there's some, there's some car people on the I'm block, asking though. just, you know, we tend to do a lot of car projects at your house and i just want to make sure people are not like you know no they're pretty cool we're not building a blown nitrous car but still you know there's some <laughs> there's some things that need to be there's happening, some so. impact yeah. wrenching and things yeah, like that. that yeah yeah no that's a pretty cool neighborhood yeah, so. yeah. speaking of that we got to work on the subaru this week just fyi yes <laughs> we'll i was gonna throw that out there while week. you can't say no uh <laughs> yeah not repairs though upgrades no, upgrades upgr- are well, my favorite kind technically well, repairs technically repair. repairs so yeah yeah uh unfortunately i blew a i blew a strut in the rear and so we're gonna upgrade to a little 
a little bit better product. So do some. Yeah, I was I was talking to some other friends of ours, and I was like, I was like, I gotta replace the strut. And they're like, Isn't that car brand new? Can't, well, isn't that warranty? I'm like, Not when you've modified the car. It's like, <laughs> that now falls into your problem side. So. Yep. Yeah, yeah. When you modify, especially especially suspension. suspension. Yeah. yeah. You can pretty much kiss all your suspension warranty and axles out the window. Um, I will say this though, and and it, it surprises me. After you know, Trevor and I went up into the off of thirty eight last week. Yeah, and that was a lot of fun. I had never been up there, which is surprises me that we've never been up there of all the off roading. But more people have contacted me about wanting to know where that was, and then randomly, I was watching a YouTuber that's a, a big time YouTuber that, and then he was, and his thumbnail was that that stream that we drove through with the huge culvert and things like that. So I had no idea that it was up there, but it's really fun. Like, it's a great view up there. You know, it's an incredible view up there. There's there's a lot of really fun places. So you got to straddle the side of that mountain to get up there, but it's worth it. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, it's you know, it's, if you take it slow, you're fine. Definitely air down. Definitely. Air yeah, down. definitely so air down, down up but, there. Some jagged rocks up there too. Yeah. So, have you been doing much driving? No. No. No, thanks to my car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this will bring us into our tip of the day. So it's a good transition into that. So one year to the day of owning the 911. Decides to randomly just stop running at a light. Were you driving it? No. Oh, well, so we know who's to blame then. Right. Okay, exactly. gotcha. This yeah. is fair enough. Totally her fault. Well, I mean, I'm just looking at the fact that, like, Dan drives it all the time, and it works. And then <laughs> she who shall not be named. <laughs> I'm on the, I'm, I spend my life on the list. What's your point? <laughs> Why don't you visit my mother? There's a larger list <laughs> of things I've done. So, yeah. Yeah, so it just randomly turned off. It went into limp mode. And then fired right back up, revved just fine in, uh, you know, park in neutral with no load on it. But as soon as it's under load, just immediately dies. So, and that towed to the dealer. Luckily, I'm under warranty for 11 more days. Oh. Full extended CPO warranty for 11 more days. Does that have to do with when you bought it or just happened when the, the existing owner or the previous The existing owner? Yeah. CPO yeah. warranty is at its maximum. Um, Can maxim- you extend it? Nope. Oh. So I'm at the six-year mark. Okay. So six years. That car does not look like it's six years old. Right. Exactly. It's all. been babied. It's whole life's been very well taken care of, and it just randomly. So I'm hoping it's just like a mass airflow issue or something. It's got to be. Yeah, I mean, it can't be. Like, it was driving fine, running fine. There's zero warning signs. Just yeah. under load, all of a sudden, nothing. It's like, okay. I'm sure, even if it wasn't another one, I'm sure that Porsche mass flow air sensors are extremely cheap. Totally. I'm sure they cut, sure get one out of a Volkswagen <laughs> Jetta or something, right? Probably. <laughs> Which probably, ironically, it probably is, is the same yeah, thing. Yeah, it probably is the it's same just thing. It's just, you know, there's there, there's a, one more different imprint of the Porsche badge. Well, yeah, you add the emblem and you add 100 bucks. More than that, probably. Yeah. How many miles did you put on that car in a year? 20,000 20, almost. Wow. Yeah. And that includes driving across the United States. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean. 3,000 of that was getting 3,000 of that. And then you did, you did, we, we did Seamont last year. Endurance couple, drive. Endurance. Oh, that's right. You did the endurance drive. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, Wyoming and back the long way through Yellowstone and everything. Nice. Yeah, so it's been on quite a few road trips. Well, minus the chaos that is happening, but um, it I, th- I think roads are going to start opening up. But before I, as usual, distracted you, we were talking about your car having a good warranty for another 11 days. <sighs> 11 days. If they don't fix it for another 11 days, do they still have to fix it for free? Yes. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, it occurred, it occurred in, during the, the, the... Yeah, the the incident was understand. reported before the warranty expired, and they're good guys over there. Yeah, really. oh, no, I know. Yeah. I'm not worried about Porsche Bellevue. I'm just was <laughs> yeah, wondering. No, they'll, like, yeah. they'll make it right, so okay. it's fine. Nice. Um, it's inconvenient, but whatever. Of course, you know... Give me what's going on. Uh, my complaints are, I'm very fortunate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like your po- your Porsche broke down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah, I have no room to no, say anything here. No complaining. Like, yes. Life happens. Yeah. Okay, move okay. on. 
Definitely ruined my mood for the day, though. One year to the day, and I'm like, yay, one year, it was amazing. <laughs> the car's well, like, F it, you, it's one great year, that, It's great birthday. that you had the warranty then. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and so we were, uh, it brought us to our tip of the day. We were talking about, uh, as a, Nick and I were discussing this, and when it happened to me, I was like, man, what if my warranty's up? Like, I should look into see what an extended warranty would cost. Um, and it turned out my, my original goal was to do it through the manufacturer. It's like, can I just extend the CPO? And they're like, no, you're at the maximum of your CPO. Like, you're done. Um, <laughs> Things start breaking after this. We don't want to play for yeah, it. Yeah, it's hard to get a new car <laughs> warranty on on a six year old high performance sports car, a Kia or something. A Hyundai, they got ten year warranties on them. Hundred thousand miles. Ten year, hundred thousand yeah, mile yeah. warranty. Yeah, and so that's that's a, probably the best warranty under the sun. I think that at least that I'm aware of. Um, a lot of dealers will match that. You can you can buy onto that, but not as, you don't see that as much as the performance cars outside of like a Chevrolet has a a. Uh, I forget what they call the GMPP Performance Plus warranty. I had that on my Corvette, actually. Covered a transmission in my my C6. Um, I had a first to second gear synchro grow out, which was a pretty common problem. And they covered it. No questions asked. Nice. Came in. They upgraded it. So, because the, the old transmission was discontinued, so they upgraded it to the newer transmission out of a zero one. Gave me a whole new clutch, everything, and did it. I'm sorry that happened. Yeah, it was pretty cool, actually. I was like, oh, that's too bad. It was like December. <laughs> I was like... Okay, sure. Have as long as you want. Rip it apart. <laughs> yeah. So, month and a half later, I got my car back. <laughs> I, I always. It's funny because, like, and we were talking about this, uh, and we have we have a friend that has a good example of this, which we'll talk about in you. But I always feel like so, with some of those aftermarket warranties, the the ones that aren't from there, like it's very hard to win those. Like, you you won. You yep. won on your on your. Uh, yeah. So let's go back a little ways. I had a '93 RX-7, and. Uh, I bought it from what's the name of the place? It used to be on uh, Lake Lake City Way. Was it? I think it's like fr- I think it was Frontline. Bob's Trusted Motors. No. Yeah, it's no. Just, you know changed hands like ten times. One of those little sports car dealership things. Sure. And um, I bought it, and uh, I bought an aftermarket warranty with it because Rotary. I was like, because <laughs> Rotary. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's one of those things. Like they're a ton of fun, but as any Rotary owner will tell you, if they're not full of crap it's just a matter of when the motor goes they always do you're lucky if you get 25 30,000 miles of a rotary um period like that's it's so really are you telling me that our good friend rob dom who just strapped two of them together he'll get 60,000 miles out of that <laughs> he'll no. be lucky if he sees five <laughs> yeah <thousand>. five. <laughs> he'll, he'll be lucky it'll he'll come through the hood don't worry yeah so, yeah if he'll find a way to put a rotary through the hood yeah <laughs> pretty much yeah yeah so anyway i, I paid the i think it was a 250 dollars deductible that's what nice. I had because typically this is what I wanted to get into. So with an aftermarket warranty versus a bumper-to-bumper, like a, a manufacturer's warranty, they typically cover – it's actually typically cover more when it comes to – The aftermarket does. Yeah, the yeah. aftermarket was because yeah. they'll cover some wear items occasionally, things like that. And you can pay different scales um, of like you want your basic powertrain, which is like motor, transmission, nothing else. And they have that. And so if you have a car with a – like if you're in love with a rotary – and <laughs> you can get some company who's crazy enough to actually sell you a warranty, which I don't even know if they will anymore. I don't think they will. This was sort of... They didn't read the paperwork. He's like, oh, he's got a Mazda. We could totally... We could show yeah, and so I, they ended up, <laughs> I, I, that warranty I spent, I think I spent 1500 bucks on the warranty, and I wanted the most basic. And I think I spent 13000 in repairs out of that warranty. Like I said, only two people. You won that, and then yeah. and Brendan bought that M5, that yes. E30, and, and ended up... they. BMW Seattle ripped it apart to the point where 
he got a whole brand new car pretty much. Pretty he, much, He's yeah. the only person I've known that has won that, so. Yeah, yeah, so here's the thing with those. Um, typically, aftermarket warranties honestly don't make a lot of sense. Most people don't own their cars that long anymore. Yeah. And most cars, reliability has gone up over the years, not down. It's actually most, most new cars are very reliable, um, but they are more expensive to fix. So they break down less. When they break, it's more expensive. And on most reliable cars, like if you buy a Honda or a Camry or a Subaru or anything like that, you're really not going to see a lot of issues unless you start modding, which is void your warranty anyway. And so, like, but there are cars. And uh, not everything voids your warranty modding. No. It, it doesn't. No, like it just it voids, voids your warranty. That part, it that voids part that part. Of it. Yeah. yeah, so if you modify your suspension, you're okay. If you got new struts in the other aftermarket, then, well, your struts are no longer under your warranty. But yeah. that won't, you know, there's no way that's affecting your catalytic converters or your transmission <laughs> or your motor, you know. Yeah. Unless you're jumping it, <laughs> you know. But that's the thing is most of these times, these extended warranties don't actually make a lot of sense on paper. And, in fact, if you do any bit of even, like, five seconds of research, you'll see a ton of advisories from Consumer Reports, uh, what's Dave Ramsey, what are the other, all the financial guys are like, these are a terrible idea. Yeah. And, but, they're, but they're not always a terrible idea. That's a very high, that's a very blanket statement. That doesn't go into the details. If you have a performance car that is susceptible to failures that are very expensive, like, well, pretty much any BMW. I don't believe they're that ex- that reliable. Anything to be German, really? Yeah, yeah, but the Vano systems in those were notoriously God, bad, yeah. and even the what are the the V8 E92 M3s like they were they were notorious for that. I mean, there's cars like that that aren't you know they don't fail that often. When they do, it all goes bad. Uh, I think of um, B7 S4s with those 4.2 V8s. Now, this doesn't affect the RSs, but the S4 V8 has notoriously bad cam tensioners. And guess what? It takes to replace those. Engine out, isn't it? Engine out service, yeah. yeah, exactly. And so, on a car like that, I mean, you could probably get an aftermarket warranty for fifteen hundred bucks. And guess what? It's going to happen. If it hasn't been done, it's going to happen. <laughs> You're going to pay no matter what. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's there are cars like that. It's like if you are a gearhead and you know what you're looking into and you know what you what's covered, that's where these things come in handy and that's where they're worth it. So if your car has a known weak spot, nine nine one point one GT three owners with the bad cam follower design. Guess what? Your motors are ticking time bomb. Even if it doesn't blow up for you, it's that peace of mind of spending 1500 even 3000 on a warranty for a GT3, and totally worth the peace of mind to have powertrain covered in that. Yeah. Because when that thing goes, thank God you have a warranty, because it's, yeah, you might have it deductible even on top of what you paid, but it's better than a twenty five thirty thousand dollars $30,000 engine bill, and that's what it's going to cost you yeah. at a dealer. I mean, you can get it done other places cheaper, but there's no real fix for that. C7 or C6Z06s with the bad heads... Like you blow an engine on that. We know somebody that happened to like that's a good twenty thousand dollar bill at the end of it with for a new. It's a new motor if one of those drops. So. It, it's it's reading the fine print because you yep. really need, like like you said you bought the basic which was powertrain. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you know you're never going to get a warranty on your tires. You're never going to get a warranty yeah. on your brakes. It's never going to happen. It's just they're you know. I was going to talk to you about that actually. Yeah, okay. that was the second part of this. So you are and you aren't. You're not going to get an aftermarket warranty to cover wear items. That said, I want to talk about wear item warranties, and I'm looping into this because it kind of is the same thing. There are just things wear item warranties. When you look at a tire warranty <laughs> and a battery warranty or a brake warranty where you have – they do – some places will uh, actually warranty pads and rotors. Here's how they do it. They'll do warranty pads, rotors, tires, batteries. Wear items do have warranties, and they just don't work the same way. They're prorated warranties. I've, I've had a warranty like through discount on tires I bought. Like I'm talking about the like the car warranties. You're not you're not going to yeah. get them to yeah. Okay. Yeah. So as we're getting into aftermarket warranties, they kind of work. They sometimes work in the same way. Whereas like the longer you have the car, the the higher the deductible will go up on the extended warranty. Sure. So it's like yeah, if your car's twenty thousand miles or you know something, but it's older, they might give you a good warranty. But at fifty thousand miles and ten years later. <laughs> 14 might be a lot more expensive. 
um, with tires, brakes, prorated warranties, basically uh, it depends on the use. So it's like, oh, I have um, the, the warranty on, I'll just say, for example, uh, Michelin Pilot Super Sports was actually a 30,000 mile warranty, um, but it's a wear item warranty. So if you wear out your uh, Super Sports, I think it's 15 on staggered. If you wear them out ahead of time, maybe it's 15. But I think if you it's wear, 15. Yeah, I think it's 15. Yeah. But when you wear them out ahead of time, it's uh, it's a declined warranty. So if you're at like 14,000 miles and you wear out your tires, you're not going to get your full money back. No. You're going to get like 50 bucks off each tire. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot, but it's something. You know, it's not going to be it, – It's that's how it works with the warranty. With the battery, same way. If, if you have a five-year battery and it goes out at four years, eight months, well, here's your 10 bucks back to the next one. And, and usually I think it's like – and I found this because I didn't even know I had it. Like when I was – before I was dealing with Blake with right away, like but I was everything went through discount because they mm-hmm. treated me really well. It was down to tread depth too. Yep, it was a tread depth thing, and the fact that you know, like on a car like on the Triumph and things like that that didn't get driven that much, but the tread depth we had a, we had a tire fail, which is nobody's fault, but it, you know, yeah, and it was tread depth, and, the, and I mean the tires were we got a brand new tire because even though it had been five years, there was no depth that the tire wasn't it wasn't our fault is my point, and the depth was. We never drove it, so it was, that was what we got. But on the BMW, I had that issue. I always used to win on that because I'd, I'd get those those high performance tires on the BMW, and they it would burn through it. And then all of a sudden, and this is where you can kind of discount was really good at tweaking the warranty because with the all wheel drive system on the BMW, if one tire went bad, you had to end up replacing either two or at sometimes four, which has yeah. happened to me a couple of times. And there there were several times that the tire company kind of Pirelli worked with me in the fact that like. One tire went bad, but they knew it was on an all-wheel drive car, and so I got a discount on other tires. But they mm-hmm. they gave me the other tire for free. But so, yep. It was. Yep. I don't. I mean, it read the fine print. Yeah, with any sleep, warranty. Yeah. with any <laughs> warranty, you read the fine print. But especially on aftermarket warranties on anything. Yeah. Um, anything well beyond cars read the fine print <laughs> you don't need it on a coffee maker but other than that unless it's an expensive coffee maker but yeah, yeah maybe something italian yes <laughs> slayer yeah yeah pretty much it always sprays all over me when i use that thing i swear to god oh the coffee maker sorry yeah, yeah sorry. i got you okay yeah i'm with you okay sure 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 just wasn't clear there as far as where you were going with that <laughs> well now's a good time for a first break yeah absolutely <laughs> we might be back we'll be back We spend an average of 8 hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens. Laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. For people who love cars. And we're back. <laughs> I can't see. The sun's glaring yeah. at the box. That's the downside of sitting out on your deck and, and trying to record. So um, so we're going to kind of touch on, as you know, we're an automotive-based podcast, but we're going to touch, touch on the world because it, it's there are things that are happening in this world that are kind of affecting the car world, especially here locally. So um, I'm going to kind of make a statement that, you know, what's happening in the world sucks. What happened in Minneapolis was wrong. Yeah. And... The Black Lives Movement is trying to protest against that, and there are people, mostly from Antifa groups, that are that are looting, yeah. and they're they're breaking things. One of the first victims, even before, like, in, th- in fact, this wasn't even related to the first Black Black Lives Matter march. Is that night all of a sudden, uh, the first? I think it was Wednesday or Thursday of last week. All of Ferrari Seattle's windows were broken. Yeah, which has happened before. 
And thank God they know of this, and they had all, there was no cars in the showroom. But as you know, being such an iconic building and things of that, that's 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 never right. And I'm sure you know. I I've always wanted to be a person that know wants to know the mindset of somebody that does something like that, what they think. And I'm sure they thought it was some type of rich establishment, and that that they needed to show them a lesson. But this is wrong. <laughs> Please stop breaking our dealerships. Yeah. Now, what they're doing, I mean, and I've seen it all through the country now. I've watched a horrible video of these people uh, who own uh, Lamborghini and, and Rolls-Royce in, in Chicago, and it was absolutely demolished. And unfortunately, they got most of the cars out except one, which was absolutely demolished. It, there's no point to this. This is not, I'm sure, and I don't think many of those people are listening to this podcast, but if you are, you're not proving a point. And you know, and you're hurting the world that that we're living in. I mean, I yeah, you're taking away from what really matters, which is like when you're negating the point that you yeah, that you I'm claim fully, to I'm be backing. Fully in support of the protests, actually. Absolutely. It's just I'm, yeah. It's weird. It's weird right now. Like I'm watching Nick and I are watching videos of Kirkland being boarded up and Redmond and their police getting up, uh, getting support from other cities. I mean, <laughs> Antifa tried to show up in Snohomish. That was a mistake. Yeah, everybody <laughs> that was armed <laughs> to they the made teeth. A, yeah, armed to the teeth. They literally made an armed parade through downtown Snohomish. Literally. Literally. If you look at the videos, there are literally people in the back of trucks with guns peacefully driving through Snohomish. That said, and 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 I'm never we've never been shy to say that we we are owners of firearms and things like that, which is fine. It's our own personal thing. We use them for fun. Yeah. It's not protect you know, right now. I don't want to see a situation where somebody is wrongfully I'm, shot or a that's gun what issues. I'm worried about. Yeah. Is because yeah, it's, as much as I'm like, well, that's cool. It's a great way to get rid of Antifa out of your town. It's also like that could have gone really wrong, and I really worry about that making this way worse. You know, this state is 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 tough, and we've got a lot of laws. You know, and I know that a lot of people really hate the police right now. And I was actually talking to Amanda about this last night a little bit and saying, you know, there are cops out there that I had bad experiences with. And I understand that a bad experience that I have as a, a white male is something totally different than somebody has right. as a black male. But most of the time when I had a bad experience with a cop, either they had a bad attitude, which had caused me to have a bad attitude, which amplified the situation. And I know that, that, that probably... 90% of the police forces out there are good people, 100%. They're caring people. You're seeing it. These these officers, that, that, there was that officer that took off. He was a sheriff. I forgot where he's from. Took off his vest. He was walking with people. He took off his protective clothing. There are bad cops out there. And if you run into a bad cop, just play by the rules. Yeah. Just, I mean, and I, and I'm, and I know that there are so many situations out there that – that I will never experience that these people are petitioning for or, or you know protesting for yeah and I support that and I and the, in the inequalities I absolutely support I don't support them I mean, how do I put that like I understand that they're there and I and I understand the privileges that, that certain races have in this world but we 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 need to if you run into a bad police officer which will be rare yeah very rare just play the game at the end of the day so your life isn't worth it your life isn't worth it it doesn't mean, you know, if, if somebody, if, if you believe you're being arrested unlawfully, just go with it. Because at the end of the day, yes, it will cost you money, but at the end of the day, you will be vindicated. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. 
Yeah. He says. But I mean, even like, you know, we have a lot of police officers listen to the show. A lot of them are friends, family in my case. And it's like, the, you know, <laughs> they're, they're by no means any happier about this than anybody. I think, I think police are almost more upset because it's, it just paints them in such a bad light. It's hard enough to get people to be cops anymore as it is. Like Seattle's made it terrible to be a cop. And so it's like, you know. They're, they're not allowed to do anything. And when they yeah. are allowed to do something, for lack of a better word, they're handcuffed. And I, you know, I'm, I, I, we've all seen the videos. And yes. and I you know I think that there are people that will defend every side, but there's no reason to, you know, what happened in Minneapolis was murder. Yeah, straight up murder. And you it's know, really we, hard to watch. Yeah, and it's and so, and I we hope that that is prosecuted in every way of the law. And I know this is a very somber thing, but this is what's happening in the world right now, and that's like. And to to tie it back to the automotive world is tough. You know, there's there's a lot of things that the world is shut down because of this. And and I know we have been pent up. We've been shut away for three months. Yeah, it didn't help. Well, but the, my worry is if the, if this continues, that that, that we're going to see from probably the high government down, we're going to be we're going to be put back in our homes here because at a certain point, I mean, we have curfews already. There's curfews in Bellevue. There's curfews all over here now downtown Seattle. I don't know how they're enforcing it. I don't know what, what they're really doing. If you live there, I think if you work, you're fine. But it's it's a tough situation. Yeah. So, and I, you know, I, I wish I could interject our, our normal humor into it, but it, it's it's not funny. So. Yeah, especially not for the, I feel really bad for like the small business owners right now. Like they've had it rough enough as it is, and now they got to worry about their businesses being destroyed. It's like, how much more can they take in this year? I'm, it makes me worry about the economy in general, but man, <laughs> it's just, the snowball's pretty bad. I'm going to say something because it was extremely funny, <laughs> and I found <laughs> it funny. I don't know if you've seen this. So in, in Minneapolis, you know, they, 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 they absolutely desecrated a target. They ripped everything apart. They took everything. <laughs> I did see this. This is funny. Target tweeted this week, <laughs> okay, they arrested him. You can bring the stuff back. <laughs> Like, it's in such darkness to have that light come through. It's just like, I, I go, you know, and I, even I, I shared that. Like, I laugh so hard. Like, because, you know, Target's multi-billion dollar company, and that's not going to kill them that would happen. But it, it's still, the mom and pop stores that I watched get you know, looted down in downtown Seattle on TV that could not afford. Yeah. You know, I was yeah, watching a guy back. that... um all, I don't even know. They didn't say what he made, but he it was all handmade stuff. It wasn't something that you could order on the internet. And so, and he made it on site. And so, I, you know, and I've seen so many signs that says that, you know, they're, you know, please don't raid this business. People live upstairs or we live in the building or, you know, we're a one income family. And it's just, I'm not, do not, do not raid anybody, but do not. Yeah, you're just hurting your own community when you do that. You know. Well, I mean, most of them are coming from out of town, to be fair, but still. And, you know, I and I spoke of it earlier about, you know, know your part and know your role. You know, the whole thi- situation, that guy with the the, t- uh, the tundra in downtown Bellevue, he was yelling at somebody. It was in the street. They threw a lit firework inside his car. It yep. lit and burned his car down. So um, there's a lot of people that don't believe there are any consequences in life. And right now, unfortunately, it's kind of true. Yeah. So um, watch what you say, watch what you go, or you'll end up getting punched in the mouth, hypothetically. 
<laughs> from the side. So, yeah. I'm only sharing that because, I, you know, I want to admit the, the stupidity and, and hope others will learn from my stupidity. So yeah. Just avoid the situation. Yeah, the police avoid the it. situation. So. Which is weird to say in this time, but, yeah, we know a lot of really great cops. They listen to the show. They're close personal friends of ours and family. Like, I mean, I understand the frustration. I understand that change needs to happen, but, man, I could, I, I the sidelines it so much. I support the blue so much and I could never do what they do because yeah, would be those situations <laughs> that you look at and you go, you know, they're trying to arrest somebody and somebody doesn't, nobody wants to be arrested. No, very few people go, you know what? You got me. Let's, let's go play nice. But, um, it, uh, in fact, I actually did see a good situation like that. It was on the news somewhere and they had arrested a bunch of people and the cops and the people that were arrested were having a good conversation and bonding and talking. And I think that's important. So, yeah, we've seen, yeah. uh, Bellevue police, did a really nice, sta- a really good statement, standing with people and, and talking with the protesters. The I chief mean, came out and yeah, did a chief, really good like, job. Yeah. We've had really good local response here. I mean, Seattle has had its uh, problems with racism in the police force. Seattle, is, the city of Seattle, not even a few years ago. So, I mean, that stuff's still there, but it's like... Well, I mean, you know, and from what I read, there was 11,000 complaints this weekend about the police, about the Seattle police force. And a lot of them, and this is a problem that we're seeing around the nation, is a lot of these people are not from here. A yeah. lot of things, a lot of places that people are going, they're they're coming in. So they're causing problems in towns where they don't live, which is, you know, great if you don't live there. So <laughs> I'm watching uh, a jet ski yeah. tow a boat. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> you know, Dan, I don't know if you know this, but really expensive things can break sometimes. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that boat is in limp mode. I think that boat is in limp mode. Yeah. That's another talk for but, another but, time, what but limp sh- mode is. But, but Shauna's here. How could sounds. that boat be breaking down? It's I true. I understand. So Did you drive that boat earlier? <laughs> Did you shut? Oh, <laughs> she's got this. Ah, oh, hell no. <laughs> to be fair, that was an un- un- unprovoked attack <laughs> on an unarmed woman. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, we're done with that. But uh, yeah, I didn't want to stay neutral on it because I don't feel like it's a, I don't think now's the time to stay silent. Like, obviously. Well, you know, and I also feel like in this world right. that, you know, people are going to have opinions you don't agree with. Yeah. And after my situation in downtown, I had a lovely conversation with a, a Black Lives Matter woman who was just absolutely the nicest person I've ever met. And we, we had the same view. And and I had, and to long story short, somebody was looting a huge basket and I thought I was going to stop them. I shouldn't have. Okay. Yeah. And she got out of her car and came over to me and she goes, don't do this. She says, she goes, she goes, you're going to, she says, you're never going to win this situation. And she's right. Yeah. You know, and I mean, and I wasn't screaming or anything, but you know. It's it's just better to let it go. There's insurance people, but it's just we're not cops. <laughs> well, my you know, and I'm in my mind at the time. I'm sitting there going, these people are wheeling stuff out of the middle of Bell Square. There's a lot of small businesses in there. There's a lot of things that yeah. God, people are brazen. They were bagging their own stolen stuff as they were walking. I could not believe. Like you see, you think there's you a think, bag fee in this state? There's at least no, hundred like, bucks worth of like, bags. Yeah. That's stolen. what I want to go. <laughs> Did you pay your twenty five cents bag fee from Champ Sport, please? No, so. <laughs> So, okay, totally change the subject. I'm hearing that our local hypercar yeah, people, is, yeah, finally. Okay, so SSC, Selby Supercars. No relation to Carroll Shelby. No, are based out of the Tri-Cities. Yeah. They have been for a long time. Um, and they introduced the Tuatara. Tuataras? I don't know. I remember seeing a rolling frame of that car 10 years ago, maybe yeah. more, at the Seattle Museum of Flight. It's a real thing now. They've got a motor. They're building them. And we're seeing a bunch of stuff actually today that they went zero to 120 miles an hour. Uh, 60 to 120. 
Oh, you! I thought you said zero to one hundred twenty. No. I'm like, okay, sixty to one hundred and twenty in their polls and their testing. Sixty to one hundred twenty, two point five seconds. So you got to think that then that that's car's a five second zero to one hundred and twenty. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, in the same distance, it takes in yeah. standard, you know, uh, Audi S four to do zero to sixty. Zero to thirty in my Subaru, but yeah, yeah, this <laughs> yeah. is one hundred and twenty. Which is insane. I yeah. mean, it's a beautiful car. They actually had a running model for the first time in Monterey last year. Um, yep. And uh, if you don't know, like I said, they, they, they build these in the Tri-Cities. It's incredible. Um, we got to get out there. We should go out there for a podcast. We need to do a drive anyways. We'll knock on their door and do that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, let us see some stuff. That's a Simond idea. You don't know who we are, but we think we're a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Our moms love us. <laughs> So yeah, we should do that. We we need we need to get to the other side of the state with Carl and get some photos taken. Yeah, we so, do. That'd be fun. I really want to go to that mobile gas station that's in this uh, in Ellensburg. Yeah. So you guys look at this is a cool destination thing to do right now. A lot of people have been driving around still. There's still a lot of good things to do. Great. Now's a great time to get away from the cities. Yes. Um, so <laughs> like there, now, like you should leave now. Yes. Right now. <laughs> yeah, right right now. Yeah, there's a shit. vintage <laughs> gas station in Ellensburg. Is it Ellensburg or Enumclaw? I think it's Ellensburg. Ellensburg, yeah. yeah. And it, it is like 50s throwback neon. It's beautiful. It's the perfect backdrop. It's like a mobile. Like yeah, the it's a Pegasus, mobile. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I don't know who it actually is because it is a gas station. Yeah. But it's, it's a, a lunch It's a lunch counter, too, I think. Yeah. yeah. And it's a great spot. Um, I'll post, uh, there's some photos of it, and I'll post them up on the on the page sure. if you guys uh, check out the webpage or our, our spot. But yeah. Kind of fun. We should do that. My uh, my folks of all things had, and they've planned this for a week. They were they're down on in Cannon Beach on the on the ocean shore on on the ocean, and apparently, it is packed down there. Like the hotel is full, and there people. They took the they took the dogs down, but I, and it's just absolutely gorgeous. And apparently, there's a bunch of boats sitting off the off the water and in the water. So yeah. Well, the, a bunch of the phases have been lifted in different counties. So yeah. Lewis County is open right now. And there's some still some restaurants that are choosing not to be, but you can go down there and go eat and sit in a restaurant now. And I'm not going to lie. It, it, this is no insult to our governor, who I, people All know I'm not a big fan. Um, I listened to the whole, like, what was happening on Friday, and I was still confused. It's like, <laughs> we're moving. We, we may be able to move to phase two, but you might be 1.5, but some can people go back, and here's the number. So... And and I think King County we're still in we're maybe phase one point five because he made that up, but I really don't know what we are. I don't think he does either. No, I, 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 I fair did. fair that's fair. So I mean it's it's tough. Um, hopefully, you know, especially after everything going on, you know, these these businesses were just open and now they're they're being looted. But um, you know, get out there and drive. Like I mean, the, some of these small towns, the, there's no coronavirus. They've never had coronavirus, so you can get out there and really are you flexing. <laughs> No. <laughs> I'm looking in there like, ooh, you sub. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Trying to pull my shirt back so uh-huh. I get a little more sun yeah, on these sure, very, yeah. get very that white farmer arms tan of off mine. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But no, I was uh, I, I was thinking, like, we need to we need to do a drive. Yeah. We need to do a drive. Well, so. my car runs again. We'll do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I, I, I've noticed a lot of people. We were talking. We talked about it before. A lot of the projects going on. But there's a, there's a lot more. There's, in fact, there's a good friend of ours who just picked up another car. I don't know if it's public yet, so I won't say it yet. But um, people are starting to pick up some fun rides and modify them and have some fun with them. Leave it to you, though, to get a place on the lake. And now, <laughs> now I want a boat or a jet ski. Like I told you, if the opportunity presents itself of a small child riding a nice jet ski near your dock, I'm going to get a jet ski. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, you know. 
Well, well, I mean, that man stole my jet ski. Speaking of stuff to do, yeah. uh, Avon's still doing a ton of virtual tech sessions. By the time you Those hear this. Those are fun, by yeah, the way. Yeah, they are a lot of fun. Yeah. Here's what you guys missed this week. Uh, virtual tech session with Music Car Northwest, talking all about car audio and video. Uh, I remember those days. Yeah. Uh, private event, uh, private collection tour mm. uh, coming up on the 9th. And, oh, radars, detectors, and dash cameras with Ariel Ariel Bravi from Vortex Radar, best radar channel on YouTube. And he's a local guy. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's who I usually get my recommendations from for radar detectors and feedback and stuff like that. Really cool guy. He's just, check out his YouTube channel, Vortex Radar. It's the most popular radar channel on YouTube. Uh, and yeah. he's extremely thorough in his testing. Great guy. Great videos. Maybe I have. Yeah, I think you've shown that to yeah, me. Yeah, I've sent a few of them. He just did the he did the review on the uh, R7 and the new Valentine One, both of which are great buys, by the way. If anybody's curious, I'm an R7 guy. Love it. Uh, Valentine One is fantastic, though. Anyway, yeah. I this a lot more. Um, one thing I want to do is as I want to want to start engaging our audience. If you have heard somebody on this podcast that you really like and would like to hear more from. I'd like to. I'd like people to comment on people that they'd like to hear more from, because I think, especially in times like this where we can, we've finally figured out kind of like doing over Skype or doing over Zoom, mm-hmm. not Skype. So, um, if you know somebody that you'd like to hear more from, or and we've said it before, if you if you think you've got a great story, contact us, because we're definitely. This is a tough time. We're you know we have we have people that we really want to interview that we can't get, and but we're really looking for people. So it's it's uh, if, yeah. you, if there's somebody out there. We're going to maybe try to steal an interview this weekend. We've got a buddy of ours we're going to go see again. So I'm going to see if yeah, I can you get him to like talk a little bit. Uh, That's usually so not very hard, so that should be No, fun. it's it, it, half the time shutting him up is the problem <laughs> and understanding it. But, yeah. so Yeah, we have a good uh, – speaking of that, though, we have a good follow-up from one of our listeners. Um, I, and a correction, which I'm actually really – which led me down a cool route. We are never wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so the Raptor beadlock wheels. Okay. Um, so what I learned is that uh, – the beadlock rings that are on them from the factory are beauty uh, rings. As in, they're just there. They're still beadlock-capable wheels, but those are not the rings you use if you want to beadlock those wheels. Do they come with the real? No. Oh. So cool. you have to order those, and they're 800 bucks from Ford Performance for the rings. Per wheel? No, no, total. Oh, jeez. Okay. I found them online after uh, the Ford ones you can get. I found them wholesale for like 175 ish but if you just Ford order them, it's an $800 option. You can get them cheaper aftermarket. Even though they're Ford, you can get them after. Like from a dealer wholesale for like 175 a piece. Are you thinking we should put some beadlocks on Shauna's Audi? Because yes. that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah. so yeah, those are just beauty rings. Um, as yeah. I went down there, I was like, well, there's got to be some like, are they are there cheaper ones out there? Are there aftermarket ones? Because they're. Just- I don't know if I want cheap beadlocks. This is what I'm getting at, actually. Okay. And the reason I started looking for aftermarket <laughs> ones that would fit on Ford wheels is because the Ford uh, Ford Performance uh, beadlock rings made in China. Huh. Which, you know, normally that kind of stuff doesn't really bother me. But it's a Ford truck, and it's a beadlock ring. It's just a piece of, like, really high-quality aluminum and a bunch of bolts. Like, I get the bean counters are out there, and they got to keep their profits in check. Ford trucks are the most profitable thing they have. But come on, Ford. You can't tell me they can't walk out of the Ford factory into the next forging factory that's making their frames or whatever. Every, yeah, they're yeah. made out of aluminum. The truck's yeah. made out of aluminum. Come on, guys. Like, that's that was weak. That being said, though, when Ford made the truck beds out of aluminum, that didn't go That didn't go well. so well. So, yeah. Yeah. so, I mean, you know. Still, though, it's like, really? They got to aftermarket these rings? That was just kind of cheap to me. I'm, well, I mean, it's, I, I think <laughs> you're, you, that's going to get way too political. But <laughs> as far as things made in China, not made in China, and, and the world. Yeah, and I know yeah. most of that stuff, all the wiring, things like that. I mean, all that stuff. But still, it's like, if anything could be made in America, it could be like 
a forged, you know, aluminum ring. If you've never seen, and in fact, that's a good point. And I actually randomly discovered this this week, and I thought I knew. Go on to YouTube and look at how a wiring di- a wiring for a car is made. Like the boards, like the old school boards, like where you'd have a board that was like seventy feet long and you would run individual wires. I mean, yep. it's incredible. Like, I mean, I, I can't imagine. And that was for the old school stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of a neat thing, though. Yeah. Yeah, wiring harnesses are another topic we should cover. What a nightmare those are. Only if you end up clipping them accidentally. Yeah, well, I I, rodent damage is what I was getting at with yeah. that. But that's yeah. that's uh, that we talked about rodent damage a while back in one of our tech tips of the day. But mm-hmm. the wiring harnesses in particular and how uh, to cheapen out the manufacturing and keep costs low, they're different for every option. Like it used to be you, uh, there was a really sweet spot in harnesses where you had one harness and it like was for every car. Didn't mm-hmm. matter what options you had. Sometimes it was just a matter of plugging in things to the harness and the plugs were already there. Like you pull off a door panel and you have a different speaker option. Well, it has it for, you know, if you have... Uh, a the spe- pins are there. Yeah, right? the pins are yeah. there. Everything's all you do is plug it in, and it'll work. Um, mm. Think of like old Volkswagen taillights. Right, you do is like plug in the bulb, and all of a sudden you had the European taillights that were always on. Like <laughs> yeah, that, that okay, old thing. Yeah. Everybody tells us about that. Hondas did the same thing. Now it's like no, there's an individual harness for every option. Porsche is notorious for this, where it's like, oh, you wanted keyless entry. Oh no, it's like, and you don't have that as an option. Oh no, you're gonna need a new car. End of story. <laughs> I remember when I first started realizing that, speaking of hollering back to what we said, is in stereos. Like when you'd have to go get a, a, a factory p- plug mm-hmm. that went from your car to the new stereo, you, were, you know, your Sony plug or whatever. So, yeah. yeah. They're getting smarter, though. Like I said, I was looking at adding uh, Android Auto and CarPlay to the Porsche. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's like, I was like, well, you can't do that with another. It doesn't fix. You know, you've got that factory stereo in them. It's not, you can't just put another stereo in there. Yeah. But. Some manufacturer overseas has figured out that they can make you can take the old unit out, like t- physically disassemble it. New guts, Sony guts, new guts. You can <laughs> put guts? a new okay. circuit board inside okay. and enable CarPlay and Android Auto via the factory head unit. By literally, they literally added a whole new circuit board into the head unit. That's cool. It's pretty impressive, actually. I am, and I, and I know it's coming because I've seen it in the aftermarket. I'm waiting, and I think some new cars have it. I want wireless CarPlay. Yeah, because that's the biggest problem. In CarPlay, I mean, in CarPlay, Android and iPhone is great. Mm-hmm. If you don't have it, you I mean, yeah, it's and you great. Have the, option, the wiring get sucks. It. Yeah, the wiring sucks. Well, well. that's a, that board I was looking at for mine. It's only like four hundred bucks for the kit, and it includes wireless CarPlay. Oh, you have to do it yourself? Oh yeah, you got to pull. You can have people do it, but I was looking at. I actually watched a few videos that guys have been on. It's actually not hard at all. Like I pulled apart laptops. This is way less complicated. I mean, what's the worst thing that happens? Your car goes into limp mode. Right. I mean, exactly. What could go wrong? As long as we do that in the next like seven days, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Order that board now. Yeah, yeah. Order now. Do not delay. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. So there's space in there for so – there must there, so there must be an expansion port in there, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's just they add the board to take over the display, and they have a whole separate control box that adds to a separate port that you add okay. through. It's like there's a hole for a, a screw in the I back. I love people that do stuff And they're like, like just drill out the screw hole. Instead of putting the screw in it, here's our little connector, and you piggyback off that and bury that behind the dash. Yeah, and why in my mind am I seeing the fact that you, you don't put one screw into a Porsche dash and then as you're driving along you're hearing, like, you know, or something squeaking or, you know. Yeah, no, I won't you do know. it because I'm not going to keep the car that much longer, yeah. but still, it's just. Oh, like, no, are you on this again? Oh, yeah. Oh. It was going to happen at the end of summer. I know. I just, I thought it would last a little longer. No, no, okay. no, no. Okay. I have no physical or emotional attachment to my car. I know. I, I don't get that. I really don't. I will never understand that, but. It's a 2 a.m. So, date. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, so romantic. Um, 
So let's just run it through the gears and sell it off. Okay. <laughs> what do you, what do you, are, are, are you ready to reveal the word what you're starting to think? What, what's what's the next? Either a 991.2. I either want oh, another Turbo okay. S or a Targa. Nice. I would, okay. Actually, I've never – I mean, I've, I've driven Targas and I've driven Carrera 4 GTSs, and I've never been in one. I thought, you know, the Turbo's great. Don't get me wrong. I love it. But – I don't ever find myself in the turbo going, I need more power. And I've never mm, driven no. a Carrera 4 GTS. I've never driven one of those and been disappointed. Mm, fair enough. So okay. it's like I could actually lose some power to gain the ability to have the roof off. And I would actually be okay with it. That's a good compromise for me. That wouldn't be for everybody. But I actually love having like an open you're going to lose car. some power and, and lose some more money, too. Like I think that oh, yeah. The Targas are yeah. actually more than yeah. the Turbo S's in resale. They're just a more limited production vehicle, I think. They're pretty. Yeah, they're I gorgeous, though. I mean, I yeah, I've seen Jillian's running around. I mean, it's just... It's such car. a beautiful car. It's hard to find good options, though. Yeah. 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 Which, again, surprises me. If you're going to pay that much for a car. Well, virtually none of those came with carbon ceramics. Um, almost none of them have cooled seats because the roof comes because off. Because you're not going to take a car like that on the track. It's just I don't like the brake dust. Have you ever seen Porsche brake dust? It's insane. I know. I understand. But, yeah. like, somebody that's going to buy that car is going to take it out and maul it on the back roads. But I don't see them. Yeah. Take, c- could you take that car on the track? Is it safe? Yeah. Yeah, you could. It's got a, I mean, the 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 bar acts as a roll bar. Okay. Well, I just yeah, didn't know so. if it because but but the whole top comes off, so it's it's a, the bar separates then. Yeah, it moves, but I think it's still it, the whole it wind, the whole thing's idea. back. I don't know. I don't I think I, so. I'm saying because they're like, and that's that's maybe that's a topic actually that we'll we'll look into next week as far as taking convertible cars onto a racetrack. We that's a good topic. We should too. look into we should that. Ask that okay. it, we've talked a little bit about it. There's, yeah. I think you can for performance driving school. I don't think you can for a track day. Those well, are very different. You things. You can, but uh, like seeing the Mazda Miatas and stuff have like yeah, wired in hoops and stuff like like look at the the cob- like old Cobras with the hoop that was six inches shorter than the guy's head driving it, which made no sense. But yeah, yeah. well, it crush you a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> it'll only make you this much shorter. You so. can live without a few vertebrae. Yeah, it's fine. So. <laughs> well, I think that's the most amount of BS we can get out for this week. Um, <laughs> I think we're kind of good. I mean, uh, I don't want to take any more shots at Shauna because, you know, she's over there sharpening a, a tool. So, um, yeah. Hey, you know, hey, you want to drive my car? <laughs> no, just kidding. Ha, 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 ha. So... All right, well, it's a nice sunny day here on the lake. Uh, hope everybody is staying safe out there. Um, help your neighbors. Love your neighbors, you know. Yeah, be good to each other. Yeah, yeah. So for Rain City Super, if, treat everybody like you treat your mama, even if you don't like your mama. Yeah. Treat your mama well. For Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I'm Dan, and don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.